heavily armed Greensboro man with over a thousand rounds of ammo arrested on the campus of North Carolina A&T HBCU. People, this is not going to stop no time soon until we do something about this. I say we, I mean us, the people who vote and vote people who make laws and can do things to tighten up the ropes on how people are handling and getting guns. Check mark on North Carolina. Last month passed a law. We're going to talk about that as well. The law they passed in reference to how to obtain or how easily now it is to obtain a gun. But this young man right here, um, Brandon Bentley, excuse me, Brandon James Bentley. He decided last month that he wanted to um, go up to North, actually it was on the 26th of March. It says, going per the essence, it says, police in Greensboro, North Carolina have arrested 27-year-old, a 27-year-old white man who they say, who they say, brought guns. Why would you say they say? He did. That's like an actuation. When you say he did it, no, they say she did it. Say they did it. Say they did it. No, he did <laughs> brought guns, knives, and a number of weapons, as well as a thousand rounds of ammunition to the campus of North Carolina A&T University. What do a person need with that? Brandon James Bentley, what did you need with that? On North Carolina A&T campus. It also says um, he was arrested March 26th after chasing. Check this out now. This is the part that gets me still to this day and why is it still happening? says that he was chasing unarmed security guards on the campus. Why would you have security guards on any type of uh, facility where there's uh, students unarmed? Why? What sense does it make? Unarmed. I would run too. This dude has <laughs> guns, knives. Oh, and, and it goes even further. Then they said when the police searched Bentley's car, they reportedly found two handguns, two shotguns, one rifle, a crossbow. Come on, man. What is this? This dude is, dude, certain, certain animals have seasons where you can go and hunt. So crossbow, no. Handguns, I mean, rifle, stun guns, hatchets, machetes, knives, choking devices, pepper sprays, a blow dart gun. A blow dart gun brass knuckles, and other weaponry. They said he also had over a thousand rounds of ammo. People, what? For some odd reason, I'm wondering why this has not hit nationwide news. Why? Why come reports in all over the place with this? Let me go back and say this one more time. This happened. <laughs> Damn the hell. This happened. Why this has not hit nationwide news? Maybe because it happened at North Carolina A&T University, a HBCU, a historical black college university. Hmm. 
Is that the reason why this isn't nationwide? Nah, it'll be you pick, you picking, you picking, you pulling a card. No, the hell I ain't. You know that's the reason. Come on now. If this was North Carolina Chopper Hill, yes. Home of the Tar Heels or North Carolina State Wolfpack, yes. Duke University, Demon, uh, the uh, the the Blue Devils, Wake Forest, Demon Deacons, yes. It would have, man, it would have been everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Russia would be reading about it in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Yes, I said it. But since it happened in North Carolina A&T, we're wondering why come it, we wonder, we know why come America is not talking about this. This dude had, once again, two handguns, two shotguns, one rifle, a crossbow. That's enough right there. No, it ain't. He had a machete, a stun gun, hatchets, knives, choking devices, pepper spray, a blow gun. Excuse me, a blow dart gun, brass knuckles. See, I need water because he has too much going on. And other weaponry. What was the? It was so much other weaponry. You, you, they just said, look, we're going to stop right here. That's enough. We're going to add in a thousand rounds of ammo. This right here is enough. Now, it says Bentley has been charged with multiple weapon charges, including having a firearm on educational property, having an explosive device on educational property, having a weapon on educational property, carrying a concealed weapon, driving with a revoked license and reckless driving. It also states, although the incident occurred over a week ago, the students and parents at the historical black university say they are just now finding out about what took place. Wow. That's a shame. That's a shame. Nothing was talked about. No alerts were sent. What? Come and see. Woo. Nothing was talked about. No alerts were sent. We have an alert system for these reasons. Shelby Samuels, a junior at the university, told CBS affiliate WFMY News. It's sad. We have we have we have to sit at night and think, oh, we're going to be barricaded or we're going to have to barricade our doors or our beds. So we're prepared if something happens. Freshman uh, Demaria uh, Cockerman told this local uh, the local station, we should we should not have to think that we should not have to wonder what's going on. Cockerman said. People see this. This this is just foolish. This foolery. This is foolery. These students and staff members sat there and knew nothing about what was going on. Even the police never ring the alarm to the dean. Said nothing. He also says we are at HBCU campus. Hate crimes are a thing, and he has and he was close to his goal of coming onto this campus and doing what he wanted to do and us not knowing a thing about it, Samuel said. Think about that, people. Think about that. Where's the security cameras with all this? That should have said, I'm, I'm not throwing this on the university, but the part I am throwing on the university is, why come a university and the police there in Greensboro were not connected hand on hand? If something goes down, we'll immediately be alerted. Police, come on, man. Too much mess is going on with schools for you to slip, to do this. I ain't going to say slip, uh, drop the ball. No, I'm not going to say that. No, you didn't drop no ball. It's intentional for you not to do something like, to, where's the police chief? Let me see who's the police chief in uh, Greensboro. Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. 
Give me one second. Okay, so they can make me. Oh Lord, I don't like his name for a uh, uh, a personal reason. Mm. And I hope this isn't true. Uh, they say the police chief is John Thompson, not the basketball coach John Thompson. Um, I'm going to share my page. Yes, uh, you 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 dropped the ball, uh, chief. So we we got to blast you. We got to show who you are when you when you drop the ball. Yes, we do. This lovely young man right here. Get him off the screen. That lovely young man right there in the circle. This is the police chief right here. Actually, that's not. That's Wayne uh, Scott. All right, so now they're going to play games as to me not being able to find. Why would they have John Thompson right here and then to the right it has uh, someone else's picture? Well, John Thompson is a police chief there in Greensboro, ladies and gentlemen. And um, he, 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 needs, he needs his ass handed to him. Really, really do. He owes the – he owes – the university, the students, the staff, the community, because the community is around there too. There's a lot of homes around there. A lot of homes. He owes everyone an apology. And he should be going out and giving a public, not private in the in the in the station or the department, a public explanation as to why his department failed and why he failed. Because I'm sure he was there. With this kind of buffoonery going on. I mean, this is, come on, man. This dude, once again, he had two handguns, two shotguns, a rifle, a crossbow, a machete, a stun gun, a hatchet, knives, choking devices, pepper spray, blow darts, brass knuckles, and other weaponry. And police chief. Thompson, you decide not to say nothing? Your department decide not to inform no one? Hmm. Let me go further down here to see what they, uh, whether or not this fool done got out on bond or anything. Because a lot of times when I give y'all these reports, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't read them fully. Mm -mm. I like to come fresh with it. So as I'm going over it with you guys, I'm getting it fresh and raw just like you guys are. It said uh, on Monday, I guess this was the, uh, the week after the event happened, the universe released a statement saying that because of the quick and device action of the law enforcement, a campus alert, a campus alert was not issued. That's bull. Man, come on. Come on. Come on now. Because my thing is just right here. How do you know there's not no bombs? All this other mess he had. How do you know that there's not no other devices where dogs and guys need to go out there with the detectors to sweep for other devices, hidden behind bushes and things of that nature? It's about quick and decisive uh, uh, action of the law enforcement. No, ain't nothing quick. You just scan that whole perimeter to make sure ain't nothing else there. And at that point in time, everybody in that surrounding need to be gone. 
because you never know what's there. See, y'all play too much, man. Y'all play too much. Ladies and gentlemen, this right here also may have something to do with what else happened back in March. Hmm. March 29th. Mm, mm, mm. With an override of Governor Ray Cooper's veto, there's a new law about guns in North Carolina. Now, y'all check this out. The changes break down into three categories on how you can buy guns, where you can take guns, and how to store guns. It's now very, very easy for anybody to go get a gun. And y'all check out now, uh, Ben Briscoe with WFMY Channel 2 News. He interviewed Sheriff Sam Page on the new law. Y'all see what they got to say. Check it out. I have to come to the sheriff uh, to fill out the paperwork and apply for a, a purchase permit. So what steps would I have to do? If you wanted to purchase a handgun from a federal licensed dealer, a firearms dealer, then what would happen is you would go to a firearms dealer and you'd, you'd say, you'd like to purchase a handgun. And then they would do a NICS check, National Insta check, check through the FBI. Then they would do that check on you. And if you pass the check, uh, then they could make the sales. What if I want to buy it from my neighbor? Uh, then again, uh, if your neighbor wanted to do a transfer and you're not a prohibited person and that person knows that you're not a prohibited person, then that neighbor could sell directly to you a handgun. Without any kind of background check? Under the current law. Yes, sir. As of today. How do they tell whether or not I'm a prohibited person without a background check? That would be the responsibility of the seller. You should know who you're selling to. Yes, sir. <laughs> what happens if if a private dealer sells a gun to a, a prohibited person? Then it would be in violation of federal law and state law. And they could face what kind of penalties for that? Well, it would be a felony. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Did you hear what he said? He said, you should know who you're selling your guns to. Now, even though the, the uh, situation, the horrific situation that uh, Brandon created was on March 26th, this law went into effect March 29th. So he had already had what he, what he had needed to do what he done. Now, with uh, Republicans and Democrats not doing a thing, and think about this right here. Ladies and gentlemen, all the schools of the children who've been shot up and killed. America as a soul hasn't done a damn thing to correct the gun problem. Nothing. Hasn't done nothing. Now, look what North Carolina just done. But check it out now. There's more information. North Carolina ain't alone. Listen, as I say. Cooper originally vetoed this bill because he felt the changes to the process would create a loophole where some dangerous people could get guns. Here he is at a stop in Greensboro earlier this month explaining his view. I think that this legislation that completely eliminates uh, the permit for a pistol, which would make it easier for people who commit domestic violence to be able to buy guns, I think it's going backward. I think we need to go forward uh, to try to reduce gun violence while respecting the Second Amendment. On the other side of this issue, a spokesperson from the NRA says North Carolina's new law is a victory for the Second Amendment. 
we, at the end of the day, we don't think that you should need government permission in order to exercise your constitutional freedoms. That if you want to buy a handgun to protect your family and have it in your home, you shouldn't need to go to the government first and ask for permission. Um, so, you know, removing that step, which we see as a burden and an impediment to both, again, being able to defend yourself, your home, your family, but again, a constitutional freedom that you have, we just don't think you need to have the government there involved in order to execute that. According to Giffords, a gun safety group that tracks gun laws across the country, this morning, North Carolina was one of 10 states that required a permit to buy a pistol. Now it is down to nine. Connecticut, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nebraska, New Jersey, Oregon, and Rhode Island. The organization also says polling shows 68% of gun owners support a law requiring a person to obtain a license from local law enforcement before buying a gun. Important to note here, that is across the entire country, not just North Carolina. What they done just as far as North Carolina, and you heard, you saw what he, this, the statistics of what he just showed. <clears throat> How does the killer stop? Explain it. How does it stop, ladies and gentlemen? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. North Carolina just opened up the gateway for more situations like uh, Bentley just did up in Greensboro a week or so ago. It's a shame. I still say the police department, why did you not notify? I don't give a rat's baby, but how fast and swift you guys done it. North Carolina A&T, you should be ashamed of yourself for even trying to cover up the police department on that one. But why would you not contact the school and let them know, hey, there's a situation. I don't care if you just have one gun. That people need to be alarmed and to, to say, hey, evacuation. Something. It don't matter. Any type of weapon, the people should be in evacuation mode because you never know what's going to go down. I don't care how swift and bad you think you are in reference to resolving the, the, the problem. No, that ain't where it goes. Main thing is to protect those who could be in arm's way, which you didn't do. We got something else for you, ladies and gentlemen. While that part of the law goes into effect immediately, there are other changes that we're going to see in the next coming months. For instance, beginning in July, non. Some of you guys, you may find this hilarious what this lady's going to say. I mean, it's just when I say hilarious, it's not truly like ha ha he he hilarious. It's just this law, whoever wrote it, what idiots came up with it. It's almost humorous that they got something like this passed. And people of North Carolina, you voted these people in to do this. You did this. That's why it's important to know who you're voting for. Sworn law enforcement employees will now be allowed to carry concealed weapons in law enforcement buildings, but that's only if they have the law enforcement heads permission. Now that would be someone like the sheriff or the chief of police. Then in December, people will be able to carry guns at churches that share property with a school building. Did you hear what she said? Share property with a school building. So if your church is nowhere near a school or the school is next door uh, cutting grass, you can forget it. 
but they can carry only outside of the school hours and when the school is not being used for any non-religious extracurricular activities for minors. A reminder here, a concealed handgun still cannot be carried in any state or federal building, like a courthouse, for example, or on school grounds during those school hours, in areas of assembly like a parade, a funeral, or a demonstration. Also, you cannot carry your gun into a business that has posted signs banning concealed weapons or by someone under the influence of alcohol or a controlled substance that is not prescribed to them by a doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, I've actually, with them showing the restaurant, I've actually been at a Hooters. And it may be the reason why I don't go back anymore. And me and my my friend, we were sitting there, we were having dinner, lunch, and another guy come in with his gun on his hip. And I asked my partner, I said, man, that, that ain't cool right there, man. We, we're around sports where you can get mad, you can, you know, get overexcited about who's winning, who's losing and might want to pull that thing out because you don't like the fact that other person's bragging. See, these laws, people, I'm here to tell you, it ain't going to get no work. It ain't going to get no better. The killings are not going to get no better until we elect the correct people in who will make laws to force law enforcement to do the right thing in reference to the people who are selling guns. And when they arrest someone or find someone with guns. I mean, make it strict. I mean, very strict. That just like they did with people with cocaine back in the, in the eighties and nineties. I mean, you know, you they had just a little bit small thing of cocaine. They got 10, 15 years. I mean, I'm exaggerating just a little bit on that, but I'm just stating. I mean, they got a lot of years just for a little bit of cocaine. Give them a lot of years for having guns, and they ain't supposed to have guns. You're not supposed to have cocaine. You're not have, you're not supposed to have guns if you've convict, been convicted for whatever felon. But there's plenty of people, just like this idiot right here. Uh, they said that he didn't have, what was that he didn't have? They said he was driving, with, it's like your license revoked, you can't have no guns. Mm -hmm. If your license are revoked for whatever reason, they revoked them because you did something you ain't had no business doing. You should not, because that right there shows you a monkey. You're a monkey. You got your license revoked, you're a monkey. So therefore, no, you shouldn't have no guns. You get your license back, different story. You got revoked license, no guns. Those are the type of laws we need. I mean, because we people say, well, we don't, the one guy said, you know, the government shouldn't um, shouldn't um, supersede what one person wanted. Yeah, because you got too many idiots out there. You got too many, too many problem children out there who aren't responsible cannot hold their anger, refuse to go get help if they find themselves saying, doing, acting a certain way. So yes, we do need laws for those type of people who need to be handled correctly. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for this. If you will, leave your comments in the comment section. Let me know what you think about this video and the new gun law here in North Carolina. People, if you don't stop it now, and if you don't encourage other people in the other states who still have strict laws to hey to say, hey, you better stand up and watch who you're voting for, it's only going to get worse. Until next time. Got to get it.